Welcome to the Running After 40 podcast, the podcast about all things related to running at 40 and beyond, produced by www.runningwithgrit.com. We help you stay physically healthy and emotionally strong at any running pace. I'm Sarah, your host, and a wife, a full-time working mom with three kids, three dogs, and a lifetime passion for running. Whether you are a veteran runner looking to maximize your times as a master runner or a brand new jogger starting in your 40s, 50s, or any age, this podcast will be there for your journey. I want to share stories, secrets, and strategies for success. This includes mistakes and lessons learned, all related to running past age 40. Let's hit the play button together and hit the roads as runners with grit after age 40. Hey guys, welcome to episode 98 of the Running After Age 40 podcast. I'm Sarah, your host, and today's episode is going to be a fun one. It is going to be 10 mind tricks for getting out the door for your run. So I think every single person that, whether you exercise, whether you walk, whether you run, uh, has struggled with this in some fashion. So maybe you're the person that you know that you're going to get ready to go for your run, but you find a million things to do beforehand. All of a sudden, you need to check your email, you need to go to the bathroom one more time, get another water, uh, maybe go help one of your kids. Uh, it's you know, all that procrastination that happens, all of a sudden you decide you would rather clean the kitchen than go out for your run, especially when it's, you know, maybe the weather is a little inclement and just uh, you're feeling a little bit sore or sluggish from the day before. So we're going to go through some tips that can help you get your mindset back where it needs to be and literally trick your mind to get yourself out the door. So 26% of the population are chronic procrastinators. And even if you're not one of those 26%, we all procrastinate in some, you know, fashion, especially related to fitness. It's, It's so funny how we know what we should do. But we, you know, it's actually the last thing a lot of times that we want to do. So just know that you're normal and that procrastination is something that is a struggle for every runner I know anyway. Um, I definitely know that my husband and I both do this when we were getting ready to work out. We've been known to, you know, kind of walk around the house, find one more little thing to do uh, and instead of just doing it. So if you take nothing else away from this podcast... I think being really intentional about your fitness is going to be the number one thing you can do. And so that means scheduling it into your calendar. If you uh, have listened to this podcast or some other personal development podcast, you know that if you show someone your calendar, you can show them your life. And I believe that you can, you know, by showing someone the number and hours that you dedicate to your fitness on your calendar that's scheduled, you can predict your health and fitness from that and that alone. Uh, So if you do an audit from last month, you know, how many workouts did you actually have scheduled? Uh, And if they were scheduled, did you actually do them at the time that you said that you were going to do them? We've talked about that before with confidence too. The confidence comes from doing the same things that you said you were going to do. So for the month ahead, if you are going to put it on your calendar, make sure that they're not just lofty things, that it's actually time that you scheduled that you do plan to do it. It's not going to do you any good to put it on there and then not show up for yourself. Uh, so when we talk about putting it on the calendar, we're meaning to actually put 
realistic things on there that you know that you can do. So don't put a 90 minute workout in. If you know that, you know, on Tuesday mornings, you usually only have 25, then put a 20 minute, you know, uh, yoga workout or whatever it is that you can fit in. And you're going to be a lot more mentally, uh, driven and confident from that. So, uh, with that said, let's, let's move on to the 10 mind tricks for getting yourself out the door, even when you don't want to do it. So the very first, thing is to either drive somewhere or have someone else drive you out there. And this sounds crazy, uh, but if you've been a runner for a while, you probably have had someone do this for you. I know that I used to have um, my parents do this for me, actually. So you can have someone drive you out. You know, if you're going to do a three-mile run, have them drive you out three miles from your house and you have to run back or one way down the trail and then you run the other way on the trail. There's a couple of reasons for this. That first is obvious, right? You have to make it back. Uh, and then the second part is you just get to experience a different area of the city or of the trail that maybe you wouldn't get to otherwise. So it breaks up some of the monotony of running uh, or walking and uh, just, you know, makes it a little bit of fun, a little bit of an adventure. So uh, you can have someone drive you out. You can also just drive yourself somewhere. It's, you know, if you take the time to drive yourself to the gym or to a running trail or to a park to do a run you're going to be hard pressed to not actually do it. Okay. So by the time you take action, get in the car and go and drive somewhere, by the time you get there, your attitude is going to be, well, as long as I'm here, I might as well do something. And even if, you know, you do a short workout, you still got it in. Uh, Now, if you're really in a funk and you end up turning around and going home, then I'm just going to tell you that that workout was not meant to be. Like if you can't get yourself to work out when you drive somewhere, then you've got to look at your diet. You've got to look at your sleep and, you know, probably see a doctor because if you lack that kind of energy and motivation, I think something else is wrong. So driving somewhere is number one. Uh, number two is going to be simplifying your decision making. Guys, we are all carrying so much of an emotional uh, fatigue right now with decisions. Everywhere you go, you have to make so many decisions. Even just to go get a cup of coffee now, uh, you you have to choose like so many things. What kind of milk do you want? What kind of, you know, do you want cream? There's just like all these things. You can't just go get a cup. I mean, you can, but you know what I'm saying. So just simplifying your decision making related to your working out is going to at least reduce your mental load a little bit. And what I mean by simplifying is simplifying what you eat and drink. So if you have a cup of, you know, a half cup of black coffee, that's what you do every morning. Set it out the night before, get your Keurig ready. Or if it's a bottle of water, get that bottle of water the night before. There's water bottles now where you can get your ice ready and it should still be ready for the morning so you don't have to mess with that. Uh, Get that stuff ready so you don't have any decisions to make. You don't have to decide which water bottle you're taking or are you going to drink propeller or plain water or are you going to take a power, you know, a power gel or whatever it is, you know, those kind of things you want to just have 
on track. I don't care how boring. If, if you ever heard like Steve Jobs, he literally wears the same or not wears. He wore the same black turtleneck all the time because he wanted to leave his creativity and his energy for decisions, you know, that were uh, more important. So same with the food that you eat before your run and also your dress and your shoes and your socks. So, you know, it's fun to have fancy, great attire, um, but there's a big reason that people say to lay it out the night before because not only is it going to just be there and it's going to make you, you know, want to do it, it's also one last decision to get in the way of you procrastinating. So if the whole idea is to get you out the door, get that stuff ready the night before, even your shoes. Uh, you don't want to have to try to find them or have to figure out, you know, untie the laces. All those kind of decisions already need to be made and simplifying your running wardrobe can actually really help you. I do like to have like fun socks and some cute shirts and stuff, but a lot of times I honestly wear the same darn athletic tights that I've worn for years and uh, strangely enough, the same long sleeve, one of their athletic like long sleeve running tops is one of my favorites. So you can't go wrong if you simplify your decisions related to your food, your shoes, and your attire. Okay, the next one is going to be to promise yourself after a mile you can stop. Uh, You might have heard this before if you're a runner, but generally once you get about a mile into it, uh, you're not going to stop. You know, you're going to feel a little bit better, a little bit less tired. Uh, You'll just start to wake up and your mind starts to uh, get into the run a little bit. So and then the key here, guys, is you can really stop. If after a mile you still feel really rotten, then, you know, maybe your body truly does need a rest, uh, but you're tricking your brain into at least getting started. So promising yourself, get out there for a mile and you can stop. That will help you get out the door. Uh, another really, really good trick is to meet or call someone or your dog. <laughs> Have your dog. So, uh, dogs for sure, they're, they, for, you know, they're always going to be excited to go. So if they're part of the routine, they're going to get you out the door. Meeting someone is going to make sure you start at a certain time. So that would be, you know, number one in this category. If you can, uh, calling someone also works. And that is a trick back like with the car. If you either call them on your way, to run and just say, Hey, I'm going to do it. There's, you know, there's power enthusiasm in enthusiasm and hearing someone on the other line that's cheering you on will do wonders. So meet or call someone or have your dog ready to go on your schedule. Those uh, definitely will help out. Uh, I was, this one I should have said, I guess, right after promise yourself one mile, but it's starting out super slow. So especially if you're newer to running, one of the things that will really help you is to always start slow. And as we age, this is even more important. Make that first mile or so, or even the first 15 minutes truly a warm up, uh, and you'll tend to finish and feeling so much better. So so starting super slow, don't get out there and try to run your you know main pace right out there in that first mile. Just start slowly, let your body warm up, especially if it's cold outside. Uh, and you know, go back to that promise yourself a mile and you can stop. If you start slowly, it's gonna help you too, and you're gonna feel quite good right in the middle of the run. Uh, the next one, I mentioned the Keurig already. 
you know, having a little bit of caffeine before is something that I do that I know a lot of runners do. And even having about a quarter cup of coffee can give you that boost. So having that ready to go, if you were choosing to run in the morning, uh, it could be a way to get you out the door a little bit quicker, uh, more, more, more quickly. And it's a mind trick that you can play on yourself that as soon as you have that coffee, it's triggering you to head out the door, hop in the car once the cure is ready to go. That said, you know, one tip is really just knowing when you are the most productive. So if you are in your peak exercise state at, you know, five o'clock after work, then, you know, that's when you need to get your run in and your cue should be, you know, you get home from work or you stop at a trail on your way home and that's when you get your run in. If you know that your peak state is in the morning, by all means, you know, then that's when you want to try to get your run in. But, you know, if you don't know what your peak state is, then, you know, for the next month or so, just record how you feel. Do one week of running in the morning, one week of running in the night and see which one you feel better at and that's the way that you want to go. Uh, So you got to kind of trick your body there. Uh, And then the last thing, guys, is reinforcing after the run. So if you reward your mind right after the run, you know, with a hot shower or a hot coffee or a bowl of berries, something very positive happens after the run, it's going to be easier to get yourself out the door the next time. And so much of this is seriously just a habit. I waste a lot less time than I used to. I used to wander a lot before the run, just kind of thinking I'm going to do this, this, and this. And uh, cleaning the bathrooms is something that all of a sudden I found very important to do when I was supposed to be lacing up my shoes. But uh, now I've trained myself more so just get up, put your contacts in, have a couple sips of black coffee and just get out the door in the car. And then once it's almost like a robot, to be honest, at that point. And then once you're on the move, then you can actually get conscious and think about the run. So, you know, I I guess I didn't have this as a tip, but if nothing else, just don't think about it. Just take action and put one foot in front of the other, as silly as that sounds. Uh, and I think, you know, avoiding even saying like that, you know, don't procrastinate, don't procrastinate. Because if you say that and you say don't procrastinate, where does your mind go? It goes to procrastinating and you're bringing that on yourself and you're bringing on the fact that procrastination is even an option. So when I told you that 26% are chronic procrastinators, that means that 75% aren't. And there's no reason that you can't be part of that bucket related to your running and use these little tricks to get yourself out the door faster. So I'll just run these one more time. So make sure to be intentional, drive somewhere if you can, meet or call someone if you can, or take your dog along. Promise yourself, one mile and you can stop uh, and make that beginning of your run super duper slow until you get warmed up. Uh, Have a little bit of caffeine before. Know when you are most productive and in your peak state. Obviously, and 100% simplified any decision making that you have to do related to your working out. Uh, and I didn't say this one, but this one I'll end with actually. And that is have something special to look forward to. Guys, we are in such a lucky time now that we do have this handy dandy iPhone and, you know, it can kill us with social media, but it's also this tool where we can listen to books. We can talk to someone on the phone during our walk or our jog, or we can listen to a podcast 
podcast and actually learn something. So one thing you can do, you know, is listen to something that you really are looking forward to on a longer run. I have one specific podcast that I only listen to on long runs, and that way it kind of cues my body to know, hey, I have something to look forward to. Yeah, I might might be kind of dreading this long run because I know it's going to be really hard, but I also know I get to listen to this podcast that otherwise I wouldn't. Uh, so tricking your mind. Our minds aren't that smart. Our brains aren't that smart, so we literally can trick them, and you, sh- you should do it. Try these out. Let me know what you think, uh, if it gets you out the door a little bit faster, and what other tricks you have that help you out, and I'll share them with the listeners. Take care. Thanks for listening to the Running After Age 40 podcast. If you like the show, please be sure to rate and give us a like in iTunes. Also check out our website, www.runningwithgrit.com for all things related to running over the age of 40. We have a special gift guide up for the holidays on the site designed to share stocking stuffer ideas and gifts for runners at pretty much every price. Thanks for listening.